There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Do it! Just do it! Yes, you can! Just do it! Okay. Good morning, everyone, <laughs> and welcome to Jason and Alexis in the morning, live on My Talk 71 and live streaming all over the earth at MyTalk1071.com. I'm Jason Matheson, and joining me every single day when she's not threatening to leave me to open up the very first Mommy and Me belly dancing school, ladies and gentlemen, Ooh. Alexis Thompson. Good morning, Fluffy. Good morning, buddy. Well, that sounds like fun. Mm. Good morning, Don McLean. Good morning, and good morning to Kenny. Good morning, good morning, and good morning to all of you on this Wednesday, May 27th, 2020, coming up on 6.03. Welcome to the show, welcome to the day, welcome to the broadcast, welcome to midweek, welcome to, ooh, great day, welcome to National Great Popsicle Day, welcome to National Cellophane Tape Day, welcome to National Senior Health and Fitness Day, and welcome to your very first sip of delicious coffee. This is, excuse me, a damn fine Alexis Thompson on this Wednesday, I ask you how how is your coffee on this fine morning? Uh, my coffee is uh, hot and Italian roasty, black. Um, very, it's divine. Don McLean. <laughs> um, let's see. I haven't even taken a drink oh, yet. Oh, good. We get to do it live. I love oh, this. Yes. Oh, a live is. sip. Hold on, everybody. Hold. Hold on. Oh, it has just the perfect amount of uh, Splenda. Okay. And uh, it's herbal tea. It's great. It's vanilla caramel chai. Okay. And it's ferocious today. Speaking of vanilla and caramel, Kenny, how's your coffee? My coffee is thicker than a bowl of oatmeal, darker than a coal miner's pair of underpants, oh. and madder than a wet hen. Oh. There we go. I love Ew. All. That's all. It's pretty, that's why I love that man right there. <laughs> that's why I'm very attracted I, to him. Yeah. In a very, Wait, is, it, is it a tasty cup or is it... Uh, doesn't matter, Lex. That doesn't thick matter. sounds... Ooh, okay. All right. It's all about what he gives, him, he gives him. It's all about what he gives to him, Lex. It's his, ah, a shot of caffeine. Yeah. Yeah, cheers, true. everybody. Cheers. 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 Um, oh. it, I, I was thinking yeah. about it. I was thinking about it as uh, I was looking through the internet yesterday for the show, and I thought, and, and Lex, maybe you can correct me, and, and Kenny, since you've been on various shows over the years, as has Dawn, maybe you guys will either add or maybe disagree with me here. But I was thinking about the, the broadcast today and how we, we would start, and and I thought, 
it feels like it used to be the exception to have to change the tone and format of the show to accommodate worthy, horrible news. Um, It used to be an occasional thing where we would have to, as I say, take an exit ramp from our crazy, you know, from our goofiness. But it just seems like lately, in the last several years, we have to start the show with just horrible news. And it just yeah. seems like the frequency of this is accelerating. And, and that, that was amongst many things I was thinking about last night. It was, it, that was what I was... I was and, it, and, it, and it just depresses me. It just makes me sad. It, 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 I, I don't understand. And I think that right there is what a lot of people are feeling. You just don't understand yeah, why? why we're reading another headline that an African-American man was killed yeah. by a white cop. I, we don't understand. And I don't want to understand that. We shouldn't understand this. We shouldn't have to see that video. We, his, his family shouldn't be devastated oh, this morning. Gosh. His friends. It's sickening. It's, it's, sickening. sickening. it's There's just nothing. It's I, murder. It's brutality. It's just, it's, it's just so terrible. I, I absolutely had the same thought as you last night, yeah. Jace. Just how are we going to even talk about this? Um, because you just see the video and you see, you know, the family, you see the rioting and you understand and you're just, it's just, there's no words. I, I Kenny, am I wrong in the fact that this no. is just... No, you're absolutely right. And you, as far as the broadcast goes and the show goes, you have to follow your instincts, which uh, uh, I, I don't know how you feel about your own instincts, but I personally trust your instincts. And then, uh, for me anyway, you've got to learn to live with yourself, and y- you need to, you know, when we turn the microphones off, we have to deal with, with ourselves, and we can't go around, at least I can't, um, go around and live my life and know that I didn't acknowledge and talk about and discuss what, what's happened here. Uh, and I know, and when I was hired to do this show, um, Amy said to me, follow the funny. Uh, and I've broke that rule a few times on the show, but, uh, I I can also live with myself. Yeah. So you're doing the right thing. And, and our feelings, the four of us might feel differently about it, but in this case, I don't think we do. No. Uh, no. And and my feeling is, what what in the hell? And uh, a lot of confusion, a, a lot of wondering um, why, and and the protest yesterday, which started out so peaceful yeah. and quiet and right and proper and it was the thing to do turned into absolute mayhem and just an awful awful night in south minneapolis horrible it it, it just awful um there's some african-american community leaders in town here that i really love and cherish and we've talked to a number of times a, a reverend uh and he too is defeated you know um reverend tim and uh, from the north side and he's just morally beat up he can't take it and he 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 released a video last night and said 
I've got to step away for a few days, a few weeks, a few minutes, whatever it takes to get me refocused on doing good again because it seems like my whole life where I've been trying to do good hasn't accomplished anything. So you have that side of the equation, and then you have the rest of us wondering, is all of MPD corrupt and evil, or is this yeah. one guy? Is this just one person? Because this is not the first people? incident either. It's right, a, yeah. right. Yeah. Right. It, or is this just four cops, the four uh, police officers that got fired? And none of us know. And, and that's what's making this so difficult. And to see it on video. Oh, it this just... happens often, but to see it is... Oof. Well, and doesn't that make you think? And I'm sure if I'm... if I Right now, if there's uh, somebody listening, mm-hmm. if there's an African-American uh, listening, they're thinking to themselves probably... Yeah, th- that's one video. There were, we're lucky yeah, that there's I, that video, which means yep. there are probably, exactly. I'm not. I'm going to take out the word probably, there are probably thousands of examples that we don't get to see. Yeah. Oh, right. all the time. You know Across what I mean? If, if we're seeing just the ones where there's a person with a camera, yeah. so you can't tell me that, that you can't tell me that this isn't happening when 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 Betty doesn't have a camera standing there, you know what I mean. Right. I, I yep. and that's and then that further upsets you that the yeah. the, the probability that this is, I, and I just don't and like Kenny said, I, I I'm not a cop. Um, you know, I have an uncle Mark and I have an uncle Don and I I I have people at my oh my, <laughs> my best friend Jason Diener is a longtime cop in Seattle. I have people in my life that are cops, but I got it. So I don't know. I'm not going to pretend to know the world, as Kenny said. But in any world, it doesn't make any sense for somebody to kneel on the neck of somebody. Who's who's saying they can't breathe? breathe and and it, it's just so and horrifying. I can't believe that family has to so live for the rest minutes. of their life. Just right. with that memory. It's just so upsetting. Right. And... Checking across Twitter last night, uh, a, a police Twitter, as they call it, uh, the well, every single, actually, every single tweet I saw from a police officer um, was, uh, they were just outraged at this cop. Absolutely yeah. outraged. Because now every guy, every man and woman that wears a badge has to deal with this perception yes. that they are evil. And then, like you said, and I too, uh, I have relatives that are police officers, and I know troopers, and I know uh, county sheriff guy. That's that really good, good, good friends up in Douglas County that are uh, work for the sheriff's department. Um, but where was I going? Oh, D W B. It's a real thing. Driving while black. It's a real thing. We don't have oh. to deal with that. No, we no. don't. We we don't. And and, and it, it goes from the poorest of poor to the rich and famous. Chris Rock has to yeah. deal with this. Every you know, one of the and it's just it's unbelievable that we're dealing with this in twenty twenty. It's just yeah. unbelievable. I was talking to Angel last night because he um he was just he he when he lived in Boston he lived in Roxbury where which is where a lot of the race riots happened he he just had just moved there from Puerto Rico when they when they happened and he had never seen anything like that and he said and now think about now in the you know pandemic coronavirus wearing a mask people are already afraid um and I mean, there there's a lot of people who just don't even 
hide it. You know, they'll cross the street when they see an African-American man walking down the street. And he's like, can you imagine now wearing a mask and having to on that on top of all of this, too? I mean, he brought up all this other stuff. But like, I just was like, wow, you're so right. We don't have to worry about that. We don't need to think twice about that. No, I I, we got we got to have a pause for this uh, conversation. But I went for a jog yesterday and I thought to myself, I don't have to worry about jogging mm, in no. my neighborhood. Oh, right. I yeah. don't have to worry. <laughs> I, I can jog and not have to worry about looking behind me, you know? No. We're going to take a slight pause uh, with this conversation. We'll have more uh, on the other side of this. It is uh, 620. Jason and Alexis in the morning on My Talk 1071 and streaming around the world on our website, MyTalk1071.com. And we're also available. On our app. I'm Jason Matheson along with Alexis Thompson, Don McLean, and Kenny. Thanks for being here, everyone, on this Wednesday. Um, continuing our conversation, uh, tough conversation this morning uh, on the on the death of George Floyd last night in Minneapolis. I think Gail King, I'm gonna play a sound bite and we can pick up our conversation because uh, when I cracked open the mic, uh, I, I felt kind of the way not, I shouldn't say not, not in the exact same way that Gail felt, but Gail had a moment of uh, just realness yesterday morning on CBS This Morning. They had, uh, the, when I pick up this clip, they are coming out of the story we told you about yesterday about uh, uh, the woman, uh, I can't think of her name. Oh, Amy the, Cooper. Amy Cooper in the dog park uh, calling 911 and, and making up. Mm. That an African American man was threatening her. I mean, and and I don't even have to. She was, she drummed it up. She was acting. Oh. She was act. She was acting hysterical. Uh, which that that's a whole other conversation. That's oh my god. That, that leads to a whole because think about we just brought up the timing. Well, not only that, Lex, but we just brought up the fact that what if Mister Cooper, that's the gentleman, what if he wasn't rolling? And exactly. What, and what if Lex? What if we had just heard that nine one one call yeah. of a of a white woman screaming that an African American man was 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 threatening her? Threatening her. Think her of, think about if we didn't have that video. Oh, right. Anyway, uh, so where, where I pick up Gail is uh, after that story, and mind you, before the Central Park story, Gail had just read the story about. Mr. Floyd here in Minneapolis. Uh, uh, take a listen. Um, I think Gail speaks for a lot of African-American mothers today uh, oh, yeah. uh, raising r- raising sons of color. Listen. Once again, I say thank goodness that there's videotape. You know, I think as the daughter of a black man and the mother of a black man, this is really too much for me today. I'm still rattled by that last story. And she's practically strangling her dog, practically strangling her dog to make these false accusations against another black man. I'm still so upset, Vlad. I'm so sorry. I'm still so upset by that last story where the man is handcuffed underneath a car where people are pleading, please, he can't breathe. And we're watching a man die. So we go from that story now to this story where she falsely accuses a black man on television. I mean, I I don't even know what to do or how to handle this at this particular time. I know that this is, I 
I am speechless. I'm really, really speechless about what we're seeing on television this morning. It feels to me like an open season mm -hmm. and that it's just a not sometimes a safe place to be in this country for black men. And today is too much for me. Tony and Anthony, I, I'm going to turn it over to you, too. Gail King yesterday morning on CBS this morning. Mm. <sighs> <clears throat> I, I, it, it's just... What else? I mean, we can say that it's horrifying and shocking, but what's going to change? That's the thing that's so frustrating about all this. It's like, we, what do we do? I mean, what do we do as individuals who won't stand for this? You know, it's like something has to change. I moved here thinking one thing about Minnesota, and right when I got here, there were huge protests because of another incident that happened. And it, there's there have been too many incidents here with with police officers that just really make me question, you know, these yeah. these communities. It's. it's it's interesting that you said that, and I'm going to read this uh, post, and then we'll take a break because we're up against the clock here. Yeah. Um, but actually, no, I, I'm, I'll reintroduce this uh, on the other side because it's it's too it's it's too extensive. But it's from a, a guy that I really respect, Lex. I know you follow him too. Um, he has a master's degree in public policy from the U of M. He's a business owner here in the Twin Cities. Uh, Ken Darling, uh, he owns Lush. Oh yes. Um, and I follow. He's a friend of mine, but. I always turn to Ken because uh, Ken is just always thoughtful and uh, shines a light on things you may or may not thinking of, uh, may 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 or may not be thinking about in times like this. And and he wrote a post yesterday or in the middle of the night that I just uh, it's worth reading and thinking about. Right now, though, coming up on six twenty six, friends. A lot going on at my talk. The resource page is available right now, presented by AARP. Of course, good stuff and bad stuff. We have it all. Use keyword resource at mytalk1071.com. Uh, again, thanks to our friends at AARP for sponsoring that. We're going to be back to continue this conversation in just a few minutes. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning on mytalk1071. Everything entertainment. I'm Jace with Lex. Dawn and Kenny, thank you for being here, everyone. Having some rightfully uncomfortable conversations today, but my God, are they important uh, and needed. We should be uncomfortable. <laughs> we should yeah. be. We should stand in this uncomfortableness. Uh, it's the least we can... I almost cussed there. It's the least we can do. Um, Dawn asked the question... Uh, you, you set this up perfectly, Don, unintentionally. Uh, you moved to Minneapolis thinking it was one way, and it's, it's sadly another, uh, it seems. And also, what can you do? Yeah. Uh, Deb Davis, uh, a my talker, uh, wrote to me uh, on Twitter, and she goes, white people have to start talking to other white people about not doing this to black people. Mm. So... You have black people in your life. Now do something to save black lives. Have conversations with other white people about eradicating situational and systematic racism. Yeah. Yeah, Deb, I couldn't have said it better myself. Thank you. Um, and Ken Darling, like I said, I, I, I trust this guy. Um, 
he he may not uh, always be on the same side politically as some of you, but uh, he's so smart and thoughtful. Keyword thoughtful. And I, I do. I log on. I, you can star people on, on Facebook, which means they go to the top of your feed. And, and, and Ken is someone that I always read. When I wake up in the morning, I read. I scan my little uh, Google News. I know all three of us do that. And then I go to Ken. I'm not joking. I go to, twi- <laughs> yeah. I go, I go to Ken's Facebook. Uh, let me just read you in full what Ken wrote this morning. And, and you may disagree or agree, but again, th- th- these uncomfortable conversations have to happen. Uh, here's what Ken wrote. No matter how successful our city might be, no matter how progressive its politics, how beautiful its park system, how world-class its arts and professional sports, or how successful its businesses, this is increasingly the image Minneapolis projects to the rest of the world of black people in pain and police power out of control. Mm -hmm. We have to address this problem at its root this time. We need major structural change in urban police departments. And this demands legislative action, stripping the police union of its power to resist change, protects its members, and prevent routine termination of bad officers. Until pro-union Democrats and pro-cop Republicans in the legislature take on this uniquely destructive power, the way we police will only change on the margins. How can we hold the chief and the mayor responsible when the real power is held by the cops themselves in the form of their union? We need to make a deal with our urban police, make them true professionals with better career paths and more money, but only in exchange for giving up their unparalleled job security and allowing department leaders working with them, but ultimately responsible, the ability to fire at will officers who don't have the skills, the temperament or capacity to serve and protect, not dominate and control Police chiefs and ultimately elected mayors need full control and full accountability within a professional framework. That's Ken Darling, my buddy, uh, master's degree in public policy from the U, Mm -hmm. local business owner here in Minneapolis and uh, a thoughtful guy. Um, Lex, your thoughts on that? Yes, I mean, I, I I absolutely agree in terms of just let's look into this deeper. We can't just say they we can't just say, uh, all right, um, this is racism and this needs to stop. You know, it is. But what can we specifically do? We can't just say, OK, well, they just need to be fired and that's it, um, because that's not the answer either. I mean, it's the beginning for sure. Um, and so to look deeper into it and holding people accountable for, uh, for sure and to look into the unions um absolutely I, that's worth worthy i know enough to know to not uh talk about what i am not well versed in i have a shallow base of knowledge on right. the inner workings of the union and the power that they may or may not have um so i i pause in in uh fully commenting or agreeing or disagreeing on what ken said I I was just going to say, however, I will say that it absolutely should be looked into, because if that is the case, if that is the case, and I got it, I got to tell you, um, this should come as no surprise. I, uh, I am a, uh, you know, I'm a supporter of unions. My, 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 all the guys in my family growing up from my papa to my uncle Leslie, to my father, uh, who was a truck driver. I am a son 
uh, my my uncle Leslie uh, worked at the steel mills. I think he still does. Actually, I haven't talked to Uncle Leslie in a couple decades. But anyway, <laughs> Leslie, uh, I think Uncle Leslie still yeah. works at uh, uh, the steel mills in, in Indiana. I am a son, a grandchild of good union men. I am not questioning all unions, but if this is the case, Don McLean, if this is the structure, if 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 they are protecting unilaterally mm-hmm. and in a, in a destructive way, it should absolutely be looked at. Because I think Ken is right. If we don't, if we don't get to the root of this, and I mean, we got to shovel a lot of, mm-hmm. <laughs> we got to get to the we got to get to the basement of this problem, and not uh, w- when these headlines disappear in a couple weeks. Uh, just change this, rearrange the decks on the Titanic. The ship needs to be g- rebuilt. Yeah. Yeah, this is a cultural, systemic, y- yes. deep-rooted uh, history that we and that we need to really address and, like you said, just really um, head on, look and see what's going on and what we can do. Dawn. And what can we do as individuals? Like, I don't know even where to start. What do I do? Do I go, to, go outside with, with the sign? Do I protest? Do I get in the middle of this mix? Do I, you know, how do we make a change? Right. It's, I, it's I gotta, just, you feel, I feel hopeless. You know, it, when I got here, Flandro Castile, you know, that yeah. that entire instant was very upsetting. There were <sighs> protests. I, I lived in Frogtown at the time, and it was like I could hear them marching on university, you know, and I was, you know, I had just moved here and I, I just couldn't believe it. I just had an impression of Minnesota yeah, that was different. And, um, you know, we got to look inside and see what's going on. Why it just to the act, like why didn't one of those officers say you and need he's... to stop? I mean, he, right. it's just reading yeah. all of those what what happened and that it was an eight minute incident just makes me want to cry right now that is horrifying and they stood there and and i why is it that four people all said this is okay you know and then they called it a medical incident it's not okay he oh gosh he said i can't breathe multiple i can't breathe everything hurts hurts. He, he was i am sorry to be graphic bleeding out of the nose and then he just passed out or passed away right there, we don't know. And, and, and then you continue to just restrain him. Like, it's just horrifying. Then, it's horrifying that someone cre- just committed murder. And Yeah. And he, he had his hands. To trust them. And I'm watching the cop's yep. face that has his oh. knee on his neck. And, oh. and he has his hands in his pocket. He has his hands in his pocket like he's waiting in line for gum. You know, he's just sitting. Yeah, and knew that he was, he almost kind of took delight in that. It felt like sitting there, like he knew he was being taped or. I, it's like this what, defiance what was that his... they're being, I, I exactly. don't know, that they're what... being taped, you know, like, well, I'm yeah. not going to stand down. Meanwhile, you're murdering someone. Uh, right. It... And the cop standing there, the one, the, the, the other cop standing there. Just looking around, you know, like it's just. Getting a... defensive with the, the, uh, the individuals trying to convince the cops to. Let let Mr. Floyd up. I have all the ways to restrain. I just can't believe that that's this was a nonviolent incident. This was a forgery. And you know what? Probably writing a bad check to get some food or I I don't know. I don't know what the initial incident was. But and do you blame him on that? No, you know what? For not like feeling comfortable getting out of your car. I mean, at at the same time, you know, that that uh, I guess when it escalated, when he refused 
And then they forced him out. And then, then that. Here's what I know. If I had done that, or Kenny no, uh, had forged a check, or Dawn, or, oh. or even Alexis as a person of, of color. Alexis yeah. oh. is, is uh, half Filipino. I, I, I wouldn't be put on the ground as a white man. I, I, I wouldn't have a, a cop uh, put me on the ground, no matter how much I resisted. Look at that woman. Look at the woman that I, I just saw this over the weekend. Look at the 65-year-old white woman in Oklahoma who was arguing with a cop over an $80 uh, uh, a parking ticket. Or I'm sorry, not a parking ticket. The back of her truck was annihilated. Mm-hmm. She had been driving around with the back of her truck annihilated with no uh, brake lights. And she was arguing with the cop that she wasn't going to sign. She wasn't going to pay. Right. Then she drove away and gave chase. And the woman was pulled out of the car, yes, but was tased. Do you think that would have ended differently if she was a person of color? You're damn right it would have ended differently. And it would and, and if I was forging a check at Cub as a white yeah. guy in his 40s, the cop wouldn't have put his his knee on my neck. That's what I know. Mm. Yeah. No, that, that mm. 6:41. We yeah. uh we're going to pause and uh we'll be back uh in just a few minutes. We're grateful you're here, everyone. Jason and Alexis in the morning on my Talk 1071. And streaming right now at MyTalk1071.com. I'm Jace with Lex, Dawn, and Kenny having a uh an hour of needed and uncomfortable conversations. And 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 uh, and Dawn rightfully asked, and let's say bluntly, and, and Alexis, as I said, is is a person of color, but as three bluntly white people, what do we do? You know, uh, what, what, uh, not what, what, what can we do? Because I know we're all full of, you know, we're all big hearted people. We, we want to do well for our neighbors and our community. What can we do? I, I got to tell you, you know, I think we, I think Deb, who wrote me a few minutes ago, Deb Davis is absolutely right. I, I think you feel like it's a small thing, but for myself, I'm going to keep having really hard conversations with and difficult conversations one by one with people in my life that make ignorant comments and, and on social media uh, push back, even 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 uh, not fearing trolls uh, and, and the pushback that you get standing up uh, for what's right. I think that's one of the things we can do. Um, I, I did it a couple days ago with, I, I won't yeah. say, I did it a couple days ago with a person in my life who made a real ignorant comment um, about some neighbors that he has. And I said, whoa, 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 no, 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 don't, don't say that. And I pushed back and, and we didn't really have a good conversation, but I said, don't say that. You're, you're, you're generalizing about a, about a group of people and I don't like that. That's not who you are. And then eventually they back down. But I think one by, and now I'm really thinking about that conversation now. I think for us, it, it is. I think it's it's that. I think it's as clear as what Deb said, or one of the things we can do. White yeah. people talking to other white people about not doing this to black people. Yeah, because it's not, this is a, a everyone conversation. Absolutely. Um, it, oh, man. I feel yeah, lucky that, I feel lucky that I 
did not. I wasn't raised by parents who put that in my heart. Oh, uh, because yeah. I, my parents would never, ever. I've never heard them say a, a racial slur. I wasn't raised that way, and it wasn't a part of how I grew up. I, it just it was unacceptable, and I am thankful that I was raised by people like that because I feel like it's like a little silent, little rodent that's just living in 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 the hearts of people and then it's it's just infiltrates how they raise their kids little comments they make oh, you know it's just, yes. it's just disgusting it's unacceptable it, and it's all those little things that you don't think are important the little you you don't think much of them but it is the little asides that matter because especially when you're around kids they pick up on that oh, and and, yeah, then, and then they think that it's acceptable mm-hmm. um Oh, you know what? I'll even tell you the context of 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 this conversation I was referring to. Uh, a, a person in my life, um, kind of removed, uh, was like, "Oh, these neighbors." And I'm going to be real blunt here, but for the sake of conversation, again, it's necessary. These neighbors—they're loud. These these Mexican neighbors. And I said, "Don't say that. They're just loud neighbors." I said, I got news for you. Mm. White people can be loud and obnoxious, too. I said, it's, d- d- don't say that. Don't frame <laughs> it like that. I've had lots of neighbors that are white that I want to slap the dog crap out of. And, number one, they're not loud because they're Mexican. Yeah. Just, oh. But I'm using that, and that's I'm not making that up. That's actually the conversation. But I am using that as an example of I called this person on, the, on that, that statement to. immediately. And you know what? I didn't want to. I I I could. I I didn't want to. I didn't want to. I I'm not good at confrontation. I didn't. I wasn't in the mood to have that confrontation. But my God, that's that's the damn least I can do. That's the least. so I I stepped in it. I did. I, I I was actually in a bad mood, so it was a little easier <laughs> than most days. But I just said, stop it. Don't do that. Don't yeah. do that. Don't say it like that. Because that's not what you mean. I go. Mm-hmm. I know you. That's not really what you mean. And then I listed off all of the annoying people that are white. <laughs> <laughs> annoying loud white. Yeah. Yeah, I, said, I, I said, it's not. Oh. Stop saying that. Mm, when I worked in Texas, so true, I, I was a, in between jobs. I was a courier for a while and I w- worked with an African-American man. And I specifically remember we're all s- sitting around this picnic table during the lunch break time. And uh, some white people used the N word right like just and I was horrified. I walked away and then I came back later and I said, I'm so sorry that happened to you. I don't know what I can do to help you. And he was like, I, what are you talking about? I don't, and he just, it was sad to me that he goes, we're all ends. That's what he said to me. Mm. And I, I just, that was, you know, that's Texas. And so I'm like, well, no, you're not. And not that it's my job as the white knight to come in and please don't read me the wrong way. Right. But yeah. Different, different communities. And you just, mm-hmm. if you're not used to that, you know, like I said, my parents didn't raise me that way. It's just, I don't, it's just, that's a small part of this. You know, don't accept it. Don't accept it. If yeah. somebody tells you a joke, just absolutely refuse to accept it say i don't want to hear that and why would you i I remember saying to one person why would you think that i would laugh at that you know and it's just you got to shock people into knowing that it is unacceptable yeah 
You teach yeah, people how little, to treat you. You teach people by, how to treat you. Yes. Right. And little by little, it will just keep building up. Yep. And then it just seems like, well, it was always okay to say it around you, but it's, but it's not. It's not. Don't because sometimes sit there. It, because it's sometimes it gets just so exhausting. It's sometimes just like, wow. And, but I'm not saying that this is right. And you're absolutely saying something is so very important. But there are some days where I just sit there and I'm like, do I feel like even going there today? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or, or yes. not saying that 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 Asian joke was like mm. f- that wasn't funny. But like, do I what do I have the energy today? Yeah. You know? oh, Lex, <laughs> I mean, that's I honestly like a lot of that goes through my mind a lot where it's just like, well, we'll just, you know, just let that one go. Yeah. We'll just let it go. But like, <sighs> I, yeah, I, when we're talking about lives being lost. I guess we just can't be doing that anymore. And and can we listen? And and I and I mean this bluntly. L- listen to the black people in our lives and put our sometimes fragile uh, egos and fragility aside. Yeah. And, and don't get frustrated and go. Well, well I can't say this, and I oh well, well, I can't say that, and I'm doing the best that I can, and I. What do you mean I can't say that? Just listen, listen, listen to the people of color in your life. Don't dictate to them. Just listen keep just hear them don't get defensive don't get frustrated that oh you know don't feel like you're failing because don't feel like it's you know it's too hard it's not and if somebody brings up this conversation and they say anything about well you're not a police officer and you don't know what they have to deal with and that they see more no i don't even want to hear that because there's no excuse for what happened you know, yeah, because people will yeah. try to have that conversation. They'll try to excuse it in some way and minimize it and say, but out there, you don't know because they deal with this, that and the other thing. No, it's unacceptable so to, no. to do this. Yeah, there's nothing there's nothing acceptable about what we witnessed coming out of our city yesterday. And that's again, that's just. And again, imagine this conversation would be completely different if we did not have video uh, mm-hmm. different. Yes. If we didn't have video... It would be almost nothing. And, you know, like, oh. And George Floyd was a white man in his 40s. Right. Yeah. Yeah, imagine. Uh, love uh, to, to George's friends and family. It seems hollow right now, but I think it's necessary to say as we wrap up this conversation right now, uh, God bless our city. God bless that family. Yes. And uh, peace to you. Sincerely, peace to you. We'll be right back after this. Hey.